Do you love women in charge dynamics? Are you ready to take your feminine dominance skills to the next level? To learn to dominate safely, creatively, and most of all, confidently? Looking for information on how to encourage growth, learning, and discipline in your power dynamic? Or maybe you want to learn how to really submit in a woman-led dynamic. Are wondering how to find the right dominant partner for you? And to learn and train to please her the best way possible. You're in luck. FLR, Femdom, and Women in Charge is happening online June 10th through 12th and is now open for registration. Get your ticket to get access to the special learning and interactive events leading up to the weekend. Enjoy Femdom-centered content to share and discuss. Plus, get your personal invite to a special Discord server to meet other Women in Charge enthusiasts, to get to know each other, and connect before and after the event. Find out more at womenincharge.info. That's womenincharge.info. Welcome to the Dating Kinky Podcast, a cast about love, sex, romance, and kink. I've written before that people don't love people who fix them. It creates an imbalanced relationship and feelings of resentment and guilt. There are exceptions, of course. I'm on the other side of things. I don't love people I have to create from scratch. I don't mean that literally, of course. I date adults. They come with their own pre-installed software, bugs and all. But when it comes to being new to kink or non-monogamy, I tend to take a hands-off approach. I direct them to read, to listen, to watch, to go to events that I will be at and events that I won't, to explore the world for themselves, as I feel an adult should, because I am not the be-all, end-all because I want them to find out what they enjoy without my undue influence, especially if we might date at some point. Because I want them to know what's out there, and ultimately, if we connect, it's because we're the best fit, not the only choice. And frankly, because I don't have the time and energy to pour into creating every step of someone else's journey when I have a journey of my own. I don't do newbies. I also don't not do newbies. I was having a conversation with one of my favorite muses, and they said, I liked the ferret's writing on how he doesn't do starter poly. Now, I'm not sure which of the ferret's writings they were talking about, but I do remember one from way back in 2011 that I pulled up, Ferret's Hard Limits of Dating, that included this. Honestly, we've done the starter polyamory thing, and it doesn't work for us. People go in with the best intentions, but usually it winds up being a rocky road as we navigate the usual jealousies and fears that go with it, and poorly. At this point in my life, I need a relatively quiet and stable relationship, and the first time at the rodeo ain't ever going to be quiet. My friend went on to say, go learn and do your own emotional labor before trying to involve me. I don't have the patience to date you and be your poly Sherpa. Pick one, LOL, which is fair. After all, for a lot of people, it's not terribly sexy to be a mentor, at least not when it's done right. 
And by mentoring done right, I don't mean use more suction down there to make it really good. I mean digging into the mind and the behaviors and doing the hard work. I do actually find that sexy, but that's not why I'm writing this today. First, let me say that whatever your limits are around dating, they are your right. Both my friend and Ferret have a right to draw a limit at poly newbies, as do the many people I see online saying they do the same thing. And people who draw the line at kink newbies have the same right. Or people who don't do brats or won't date vanilla or draw a limit at smokers or whatever. Actually, it's me. I draw a limit at smokers. My parents both smoked when I was growing up and the taste and smell in intimate situations makes me literally gag. That's not sexy. And no, brushing teeth does not make it go away. I can't get past that in my sexy times. So those sorts of limits are good. I do date newbies though, which actually sounds kind of ominous, like maybe I hunt down newbies. I don't. I tend to avoid them actually, but not because they are newbies. That's not my criteria. In the quote before, Ferret said, at this point in my life, I need a relatively quiet and stable relationship. And while I'm not sure I use exactly those words, low drama is on my list of priorities. Which, while that may deselect a lot of newbies, most of them, actually, it's also going to deselect 95% of pretty much everyone right off the bat, at least to meet my standards of acceptable relationship hysteria. There's more, though. I don't do couples. I don't like many people. It's highly unlikely that I'm going to like both people in a couple enough to want to date and grow those connections at the same time. Because it's highly unlikely I'm going to like even one as we go through the process of really getting to know each other. To add the pressure of dealing with two unknowns at the same time is the stuff of dating nightmares for me. So I will immediately disqualify anyone who approaches me as a couple and most people who give off couple vibes, even when they approach me singly. Do I make exceptions? No. Do I find myself with couples in my life who I love and enjoy dating? Yes. Organically, though. A whole nother thing. And many new to poly or non-monogamy, people approach as couples or expect coupledom to be their default. I do require good communication skills. And, well, non-monogamy of any sort requires pretty high levels of communication, as does kink. I was walking with a dear friend a few days back. We like to walk and talk. He said, you know from your dating experience whether your partner is going to be actually cool with all that, meaning non-monogamy. If she gets upset about you talking to others on social media, you know. Yeah, he's right about the second part. Getting jealous of people on social media is definitely a red flag. But you don't know they are going to be cool until you know. Because non-monogamy is not like monogamy. And when done right, for me anyway, it's radically different. As I said in our local Discord recently, you'll find jealousy in the weirdest places. They ate peach cobbler with them? Communication mishaps with people you never thought you'd fuss with 
and feels at inopportune times. It's going to happen. How you communicate and work through that will make a huge difference, though. And again, it's not just the newbies. Most people don't have the communication skills to make it through things like that with a minimum of drama. I'm autonomous. A lot of carryover into kink and non-monogamy and poly from monogamy and vanilla relationships includes relationship escalator type behaviors and specific types of possession and labeling. For example, another non-monogamous person said to me yesterday, I feel fucking other people is in my right to know camp when I'm sleeping with someone. I disagreed. I don't tell people who I'm fucking, even if I'm fucking them, unless I want to. That's not their right to know. I would safely bet that even with the people who usually read my scribblings and who identify as some blend of kinky and poly or non-mono, at least 90% will straight up say that's not going to work for them. They have to know. Okay, then you have to know with someone else. Like I said, non-monogamy is radically different from monogamy for me, including who gets a say or a right to know over my body and how I use it for fun and pleasure. And new people are generally going to be more monogamy thinky still as they start their journey. But, but not necessarily. Some newbies are already out of the mindset that there is one true way to relationship. After all, vanilla monogamy stuff hasn't worked for them. So why keep playing by those rules? So I don't rule out newbies just because they are new. I'll take on anyone who gets deep enough and far enough with me to warrant extra time and attention. I'll also nope the fuck out whenever I want to. Everyone is on an even playing field. I'm cool with whoever comes at me until I'm not. And it has nothing to do with arbitrary labels or standards of newness. Instead, it's all about my personal requirements and boundaries. (laughs) You know I had to say that at least once in this cast, right? my personal requirements and boundaries for relationships overall. But there's a corollary. I also don't make exceptions for newbies. Some people love newbies. They love the energy, the joy, the exploration. They love the guidance. They have more patience for their mistakes and fuck-ups. Heck, they enjoy the mess. Not me. I don't give them more time because they are new. I don't offer more or less benefit of the doubt. Any behavior that I would not accept from anyone, I will not accept from a newbie. Either a newbie is as open-minded and curious and communicative as I require to engage, or they are not, which does in effect rule out the vast majority of newbies and all other people. What are your thoughts? Are you willing to date newbies in kink or poly? Do you enjoy being their Sherpa while you date? Or do they have to do their work outside of your relationship? 
Do you actually enjoy relationshiping with newbies? And if so, why? Thank you for joining me today. If you love this episode, please share it with others who would enjoy it. And please do join me on our new apps available in the Google Play and Apple App Stores. Dating Kinky, it's built by kinksters for kinksters, poly, queer, trans folk, and anyone not quite vanilla, and it's free. Find me on FetLife as Nookie Notes, and on Twitter, Pinterest, YouTube, Facebook, and Medium as Dating Kinky. We're on Instagram as Dating Kinky Official, all one word. Also, find me on the new Moan app in beta for iPhone. I'm Miss Nookie there. T-H-E-M-O-N-A-P-P dot com. Have a kinky day, and I'll catch you next episode.